everyone. Welcome back to Diamond in Her Hat. I am your host, Diamond, and I'm here with my friend, Matt. At the time of this recording, we are still quarantined because we're both very much positive for the coronavirus. So COVID-19 sucks. Starting off the new year, sick. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) It's beautiful. But today we are going to talk. Well, so here's the thing. Uh, I don't know where my hat is. I don't know where it is. Um, I know exactly where it is. Where is it? It's literally right behind you on your desk. Oh, my. Oh, okay. Well, it's there, but I decided now I'm not going to use it because that involves me getting up. Today, me and Matt are going to give unsolicited advice to a few of the people in our lives, but we're, we're going to change our names, obviously, yeah. and slightly change the situation, not to where it's like... You know, dead on, obviously. Yeah, it's like you look this person up on Google and it's like, oh yeah, that was the line strangler or some shit like that. <laughs> um, but we're going to try to... Killer. Yeah, exactly. It's like, his name was Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> It's like, Jeffrey, baby, I think you just need a different diet. You need to go meet some people. <laughs> you know, if they don't like you, they don't like you. Why aren't you vegan yet? Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're going to give unsolicited advice to a few of our friends in our lives that we feel like uh, if they listen to this and it resonates with them, this is what we think. Maybe this is stuff that we don't think we can actually say to them in real life. Yeah. To preserve friendships, to um, not to be shady. But yeah. yeah. So Matt, do you want to start? Do you have a situation? Um, yeah, actually I do. So, um, recently one of my friends has expressed to me that, um, their significant other has been saying things that has been, um, sort of sketchy, you know, just like little things like, um, like, oh, you know, like, okay, like my friend just got like a new puppy and it's like, you know, um, and the puppy is only like, you know, a few weeks old and it's like, like, and he's like constantly talking about the puppy and like, oh, you know, and, and it's like. And he expressed to me that his like significant other is like every time he brings up his puppy, his significant other is like, oh my god, you're so obsessed with that thing. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you're like, and it's like it's a puppy. It's a freaking puppy. It's cute. It's small. You know, it's another life. You know, it's like you know something that you know like you buy like to show affection to. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like you know your significant other is out here just you know getting annoyed every time you talk about something like a puppy. It's like it's kind of it's kind of shady. You know. And frankly, if, if it were me, this is what I would do. Uh, I would definitely tell my significant other if I was my friend. Um, I don't know if it's because you're jealous of my puppy. Or hypothetically. Hypothetically. <laughs> no, let me throw a hypothetical out here. If you are jealous of my puppy or, you know, any other things that would, you know, come into my life that are, you know, small and cute, you know, and I talk about them. Like, I'm a person who likes to, you know, vocalize my affection, likes to vocalize, you know, my happiness in whatever facets those are. And if my puppy makes me happy, I'm going to vocalize that to you because you're my significant other and you should care about things that I enjoy or that I take joy in, you know? Yeah. And hanging out with my puppy is one of those things. And for you to say that it's, you know, like, oh, like, like to make like pot shot comments, like, oh, you know, I'm so like, like <clears throat> you're so obsessed with that puppy. You're always talking about that puppy. Oh my God, it's just a puppy. Relax. And it's like, you know, it's kind of like you're like trying to diminish my enjoyment and I don't like that. So either stop doing that or, you know, we might have to um, seek other arrangements because that's a telltale sign for, like, control or manipulation later on. So is the concern here that a significant other has, like, a real attachment to a puppy and that's kind of their world right now and the other significant other doesn't like that? Are they jealous by it? Are they... I don't think it's... It's definitely not the fact that they have this puppy now. It's, It's, like, all they talk about. But it's, like... This puppy is very important to them. You know, it's a tiny, it's, you know, it's a tiny little life, you know, and it's cute and stuff. And it's, it's just, you know, 
every time he's like, oh yeah, I was, you know, just like every time he tells his significant other something about his puppy, they say, oh, well, you're so obsessed with that thing. It's like, or it's like, okay, well, it's just the puppy. So, you know, just very much like halting, like sort of like putting the brakes on like- Kind his, of dismissive. Like, yeah, very dismissive, you know, in a sort of like, I don't know if it's like a passive aggressive way or like, like, I mean, it's definitely a more assertive, I would say, but- you know, it's just, it's, it's very dismissive of, you know, just venting joy. And it's like, you know, and again, that's indicative of something for me personally, I would assume it's like, that's indicative of something later on, you know, it's like, if I'm not allowed to enjoy something that I enjoy, or you tell me, you basically like belittle or dismiss, you know, the, um, I should say like the level of joy that I have, you know, then it's like, you know, are you going to allow me to enjoy things later? Are you going to allow me to do things later on? Or can I ever get a puppy again? Or are you going to be like pissed off that I talk about, talk, to, talk about the puppy to you? So you I know? guess what advice would you be giving these people in that case? Well, I, well, like I was saying, I would definitely tell them like, you know, that's just the type of person I am. That's how I express my joy. And that if you, you know, maybe, maybe let them know it's like, it makes you uncomfortable that they're being dismissive of something that is really innocent. And you're just, you know, taking the time to fill them in on because you're your significant other. Yeah. You know, and just let them know it's like, it's not cool that you are so dismissive of that because it makes me feel like you aren't going to be supportive of like things that made me happy in the long run. I, I understand where you're coming from because I, I remember seeing something where it was like, you shouldn't tell somebody that their smile is ugly or they look weird when they smile. And you also shouldn't belittle someone when they're doing something obviously within the confines of the law and if you're yes of course because if you're out here chopping people up and eating them yeah i'm gonna be like hey you shouldn't be doing that you should feel bad for if you're like jerking off in the street i'm like yeah you might be happy but this is just not yeah you shouldn't be doing but like you know I, i would feel the same way if i dated someone and you know i like to paint not a good painter you know i like your paintings i they're cute we're all we're looking around. I like to paint, but I think it would take a lot out of me if my significant other was like, "All you do is paint shittily." Yeah, <laughs> or 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 even something even more passive, where it's just like, it's like, oh wow, I mean, it's okay, it's just paintings, you know. Like you're like like you know, if you were talking to them talking to him about your bee. That's my bee. I got a yeah. beautiful bee. Y'all. Yeah, that's a beautiful ass <laughs> bee. And you were like, oh man, look at this bee. It's happening. He's like, okay, well, it's just a painting. Like, that would take the wind hella out of your sails. You know what? I feel you because, okay, so I'm going to use different names. Joseph and uh, Dan. So Joseph was an asshole. Joseph, pretty much, Joseph gave me a list of things he hated about me at the beginning of the relationship. That should have been a red flag, pretty much. Um, but Joseph, like I would get, I get excited about things very quickly. Like I'm, I'm just an excitable person. I express that emotion very well, but he found everything that I enjoyed annoying and aggravating. But with Dan, Dan and I are not together anymore. Um, Dan and I don't even talk, but. Well, fuck Dan. But <laughs> yes. Neither here nor there. I know. Um, but the good, the, the part of Dan that I really enjoyed is that he found magic and like, like adoration in all the little things about me, all the little things I enjoyed. Like he knew, like, even if he and I were talking now at 7.45 AM, he's texting me saying, how's your cup of tea? Cause he knows I'm having a cup of tea. But with, what was his name? I just made up a Joseph, Joseph <laughs> with Joseph. He got like annoyed by my schedule. He got annoyed by stuff like that. And it, it did escalate to almost everything I did, everything I cared about, he hated. 
And that's where I feel like this potential thing with my friend could go, you know, because it's like, okay, it's a puppy now, but what if, you know, what if y'all have a kid and, you know, it's like, you know, what if you have a kid together and that kid, you know, is super cute and stuff, you know, your husband's always like, oh my God, our son is the cutest. It's like, what are you going to say? Oh, it's just our, oh, it's, it's just a kid. It's, like, it's just, just our, our kid. kid. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, how, like, where does the dismissiveness end when it comes to this thing, you know? Yeah. And or it's like, oh, you know, I got a new job or, you know, we got a car or I won the fucking lottery. And it's like, oh, it's just money. Well, it, it seems as though it's never good enough. Exactly. That's what it boils down to. You know, it's like somehow I'm inadequate because the things that I enjoy, you find joyless. I wonder if mundane. the significant other that's constantly putting the other one down expects the same thing from the other person. So let's say they like video games a lot. Mm-hmm. Um and they're like, holy shit, um, Rainbow Sashimi 65 came out. I don't, I don't play video games. You heard it here first, folks. Rainbow Sashimi 65 is coming out January 2021. All right. It's going to be a PS4 exclusive. It's a um, first person shooter, right? Does that sound right? First person shooter. Yep. There yep. you go. And go-karts. So... <laughs> First person shooter with go-karts. So basically Twisted Metal. Gotcha. Yeah, sure. Twister. That was a movie. <laughs> okay, I guess, moving on past the analogy. Yes. <laughs> like, um, but if they got excited, they're like, hey, you know, this, this thing is coming out. And the other significant other <clears throat> wasn't as enthusiastic or was equally dismissive as the other person is. How would they feel? Exactly. Well, they'd be like, you never always, support me. And that's something, you know, it's, that's something that I always tell people in a relationship. You know, I, I feel like some people get annoyed whenever they're asked the question, how would you feel if this was happening to you? Or how would you feel if the shoe was on the other foot? That to me is one of the best questions you could ever ask mm-hmm. someone, especially a significant other, because <clears throat> if you express your feelings on something and your significant other chooses to do that or to not do that, then if, you know, if, if you don't ever ask them, how does that, how, how would you feel if this was you? How would you feel on the reverse side of the situation? If they don't like answering those questions, chances are they know that they would feel like shit. So that means they know what they're saying and doing is, is an asshole move. is something shitty to say. Because it, it means they don't want to take responsibility for being as shitty as they someone would be to them. Because they know they don't want to feel like that. So why, you know, um, but I've asked this question to, you know, people in the past, friends, you know, Steven, um, you know, I've, you know, I always ask him, it's like, you know, like if, like if something that one or the both of us does that, you know, is like questionable, you know, it's like, okay, well, like, why did you do that? Why did you say that? You know, whatever. I'm always like, okay, well, how would you feel if I did this? How would you feel if the situation was this way or if it was completely, you know, 100% reversed, you know, how would you feel? And that allows us to get a perspective on like how we both process and, and, you know, um, interpret the other's, you know, feelings and emotions and stuff like that. And we'll go through that, you know, we'll be like, okay, well, this is how it happened. And this is how I saw everything. And then it's like, okay, well, how did you feel? What did you experience? And then we'll figure out where the commonalities are and figure that. And so I feel like that's something that can be done. I think that works if both of them are honest with each other. And honesty is a big thing. And I feel like I'm not, I don't know a lot about the same like another of my friend. Okay. Because I've never met them. Hmm. So... Um, and they're, you know, um, you know, going to be getting married at some point in the future. Um, and so, uh, I want my best, I, you know, 
I want my friend to be really, really happy. I really do. And I've met his puppy, and his puppy is freaking adorable. Um, and I get why you would be excited to talk about a new puppy. I had a puppy once, you know. Um, we all had puppy once. We've all had a puppy once, you know. And it's like, I've had puppies, hamsters, kittens, freaking fish. Like, you know, I've had a lot of things I've been excited about, you know. And it's like, and my friends, you know, I, I have very supportive friends. You know, I have a very supportive boyfriend who's like, oh, my God, you know, like, I literally will go and tell Steven some random mundane shit. Like, oh my God, I just, you know, like, you know, I, I just did this or just found this or I just discovered this, you know, or I just learned this or whatever. And he's like, oh, that's super cool. Like, and he like asks me questions and like engages me yeah. in the topic. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if, and, and, and not to say that your significant other dismissing something as early on or as maybe mundane as, as you know, a puppy, um, of course, you know, it's not really mundane if you ask me. It's a life. But anyway. I, I guess... I guess the reason why the puppy is somewhat bothering me is if the significant, let's say that me and my significant other get a puppy. This is a joint responsibility. Yes. You can't be dismissive of a joint responsibility. Yes. And I'm, I am notorious, infamous for, for jumping to conclusions based on a singular event. Like, <laughs> it's like, I'm jumping. I'm jumping right Tom now. Daily in this bitch. Big facts. Conclusions yes. is the pool. Yeah. Um, I would think I would begin to ask myself kind of, well, what about if we get something bigger, something like we get in a joint apartment together? Uh-huh. Are you going to be dismissive of stuff like that? And if so, what slack am I going to have to pick up because you're just not? Yeah. Yeah. Because it shows almost like a detachment from that particular thing that you're dismissing. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you coughed and then just sort of like, <laughs> yes. yeah, so it just collapsed for a second. Um, but yeah, so I feel like it's just, it's really weird. You know, it's, the, I feel like there's a whole lot of things you could extrap- extrapolate from this particular instance. And I don't know how many times it's happened, but, um, oh, my sinuses are like, yeah, you have the I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, I don't know how many times it's happened per se. I, he, like my, my friend told me about a few cases, um, you know, a few instances where it happened and it says every time, he you know, that, that his cinema brother does it, it makes him feel like shit. Yeah. And like, yeah, 100% makes sense. So I would say like nip it in the bud now before y'all make any commitments, before any vows are spoken, make sure that this is not something that's bigger or that's, you know, or maybe this is just their, their significant, his significant other's way of like, you know, coping with something going on, you know, internally, externally. But it's like, figure out why this is happening. Figure out why you're going saying this about this particular thing and figure out if it's something more. Because if it is, you might need to reconsider something. And I know there's people that are listening to this right now that are like, Jesus Christ, y'all are thinking way too in-depth about this. So I'm going to flip it. I'm going to flip the coin a little bit. Let's say genuinely, like, and as always, because the person who's telling you this story is the friend who loves the puppy, yes? Yes. We tend to kind of exaggerate shit when we're trying to get people to understand our end of the story. Okay, yeah, I can see So what if truly all this person talks about is this damn dog? What if truly that is literally all they could That's talk about? That's actually what they're talking about, yeah. Then like I can understand why the significant other okay. is just dismissive. Like, I get it. We love the dog. The dog's great, but I'm really getting tired of you talking about it. Then in that case, like, what do you do about that? Okay, Because well, you yeah. have your friend who's coming to you under this whole, they can't be supportive of me and a dog. But I don't think that in relationships that each significant other has to be as enthusiastic about everything oh, well, no, the other person. There like, are things to be excited about that I'm just like, okay, well, that's really cool. Yeah. Like, and I, then, you know. That would be chaos. Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and, and 
from that perspective, yeah, definitely. I could see. I could be like, you know, um, I personally would find a very, very, very soft way of being like, um, hey, you know, you're really, you know, enthusiastic about, you know, your puppy. But, um, you know, can we maybe change the topic, you know, to this? Or maybe let's not, like, include, you know, it's like, um, or be like, hey, you know, like, every weekend you can update me on how the puppy is and all the cool moments from the, you know, from, from the week and stuff. You know, all the highlights yeah. from the week, you know. Or I go and I'll spend time with your puppy and I can see how awesome your puppy is. And then when you talk to me about your puppy, I just be like, oh, yeah. I, you know, you know, it's like it's sort of an acknowledgement of like, okay, well, you already know what I'm talking about because you've now experienced it. Um, I think on both ends, intentionality of conversation is going to be ideal. So if the person who is dog obsessed starts to not pretend, starts to intentionally have conversations that do not revolve around a dog, perhaps that will make talking about the dog easier. Yes. Uh, Yeah, that makes sense. That's a really good piece of advice. Like, don't wake me up saying, you know, Scrappy-Doo ate my heel or whatever. Like, oh, how Oh, my God, how cute. I'm slapping you and the dog. (laughs) 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 I need them heels for work. Yeah, you know, when I walk down the street. (laughs) Selling my body. Yes, or downstairs just sit at the desk all day. Yeah, facts. Um, My job seems more fun. I guess we're not during COVID. Yeah. Uh, and for the for the uh, partner who is um, kind of just over the dog, I guess aiming intentional conversation towards non-dog related activities. Yes, of course. It's like, okay, and if the person can only engage with you because of the dog or with the dog, then we can dissect it from there. Yeah. But, you know, you, you have to be intentional about like what you're going to talk about in yeah. that case. And honestly, I'm, I'm always like that, you know, when it comes to like all my friends, you know, it's like, we usually have random topics or whatever, but I'm like, you know, definitely not the type of person to shy away from just switching the conversation up entirely. I think I've done that multiple, like we do it all the time where like, we'll talk about something and then we'll just like, there'll be like a, like a, like some moment, like, like a brief pause in our conversation. Mm-hmm. And then we'll come back with something completely fucking unrelated, a brand new conversation all the time. Or you can be like me and talk about the same three people every day for the rest of your life. You could do that in too. every capacity, and just find a really awesome person who's like cool with listening to that every single day. Yeah, you you know, if yeah. you want to hear about Derek, Randy, and Kane and David when I'm sad, you should talk to me every day. Yeah, and I'm just here like because yeah. I bring them up once a once once at I'm, least once a day. All of them at least once a day. Yeah, at least once a day. If something stupid like I miss David or. <laughs> Something sexual about Kane or Randy texting me, whatever situation is, but, or, you know, or you can be a better conversationalist than me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, I just enjoy people talking around me because if they're, if they're talking, I don't have to. And I feel like that's why I talk a lot is to fill the silence. But with Diamond, I were actually able to be just like kind of sit in silence, which I enjoy too, because I love to talk, but good God, talking does get exhausting. Especially yeah. with someone who talks as much as I do. My jaws hurt every so often. That's wild coming from the blowjob queen of what? Aransas Pass? I get... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nueces County? Actually, it was more Beeville. like Bear County, Bee County, Atascosa, Live Oak, Nueces. There's a county in Michigan, you know. Um, Mich- oh my God, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you were kidnapped. Yeah, when I was kidnapped. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's a story that we haven't told on this podcast yet. Oh yeah, well that's how you got kidnapped. Something, something for a later date of yes, how I got kidnapped. Um, but continuing our theme of giving advice to you know friends. Yeah. What about you? Is there a friend? 
Ah, uh, yes, my sweet, sweet, um, I'm going to call him Daneric. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> tell me about sweet, sweet Daneric. <laughs> Your face! You, the face of utter, like, God Just, like, utter, it. like, like, okay, it's a puppy, we get it. No, <laughs> it's a fucking dog. My friend Daneric is... You're a, really committing to the Daenerys? Yeah. Okay, all right, and the crazy is, I, I have a friend who is named, his real name is Daneric. Okay. That's his name. Right. So it's going to be easy. It's not going to turn into, like, um, Eric or whatever. So my friend Daneric, he's a sweet man. He's very handsome, um, very smart. He He's, he's a well-rounded guy. However, Daenerys has a very notorious problem of nitpicking women almost to a point where he convinces himself that he doesn't like the woman he's with, which he has done multiple times. That's his thing. That's his thing. And then he bitches and moans about being lonely and not wanted and all the, you know, all this stuff. And, um, he and I talk about it often. And when we talk about my shit too, like he's one of the only people that I feel like I can come to him with besides you, of course, obviously yeah. like I, <laughs> I can tell Matt some really, well, I, and I have, yeah. I've told Matt some really in depth, dark thoughts that sus, some, sus shit. some sus stuff about desires and needs and things that have <laughs> happened to me. But, um, Derek's one of those people that I think I can get super, um, philosophical and then also we kind of call each other out on our shit mm-hmm. um and you know that's partially why i'm in love with him because i feel like i i would love to be with someone who in i love could... with who Daneric. 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 yeah i want you to know he just slipped like moments ago <laughs> Daneric. okay well y'all already heard it <laughs> oh Daneric. okay i'm gonna stick it i'm gonna bleep it i'm gonna find it i'm gonna bleep it <laughs> like bleep. honestly you may as well just go back and just Go ahead and bleep all of the generics too. I don't give a fuck about that. Like I, I, I don't. Ugh, fuck. Okay, so it's about Derek. Damn it. All right. Okay, so well, we gotta go. because I just realized. Okay, shut up. All right, Derek <laughs> slash Derek. All right, y'all don't know him. He he knows himself. He but knows himself. He and I, um, we talk about this stuff a lot. But one of the most recent things that we've been kind of discussing is that he. He finds women that he likes for a very short amount of time. I being one of them, because I lived in Utah for a bit. And a short amount of time goes by, you know, he's okay with them. Everything's hunky-dory, but then he suddenly stops liking them. And I asked him about it, not necessarily the the situation with me, because at the time me and him met, um, my friend was murdered. I was going through a lot. So being in a relationship was the last thing on my mind. Uh, So... I appreciated him being there for me, but the fact that we didn't end up together at that time doesn't bother me in the slightest. (laughs) But we, I've talked to him about it and I'm like, how do you nitpick people down to almost um, minute and unnecessary reasons why you don't want to be with someone? Why do you do that? And how sustainable is that for somebody who is chronically cripplingly lonely? How do you, how do you maintain that? And, you know, he's giving me examples and then ultimately it gets down to the bottom of when he's like, well, just cause maybe I'm a piece of shit, maybe I'm an asshole. And I'm like, yeah, 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 maybe, you know, that's an easy way of saying it. But truly what, what triggers in your mind that you're having a great time with someone, you are compatible, 
everything's going fine. What, how do you talk yourself out of liking someone? And I told him that I think it's because he wants to be that self-fulfilling prophecy of loneliness. He doesn't believe he can be with someone. He doesn't believe he deserves to be with anyone. So when he does find someone and it seems to work, he tries to self-sabotage. He tries not necessarily self-sabotage in a sense where he's cheating on them or he's like sucking dick on the side or whatever the situation is. He truly just talks himself out of liking this person. And it's, it's something that I wish I could do. Like I wish I could in the time frame that he does it, the record time frame that I've stopped liking someone was like within 24 hours. And it was really me just going to sleep, waking up a like reboot. Yeah. I hate this guy. <laughs> um, but I don't know what else to tell him as far as like, I think that you really need to, you need to accept that either. Maybe you don't want to be in a relationship with anyone. Maybe you just kind of want that casual dating, you know, on off flingish thing. Or you're really going to have to get to the bottom of why you talk yourself out of liking people. And then you round back or you keep them close by as friends and stuff, which doesn't bother me. Cause like, as I said, I'm in love with him. Um, I think he's a great guy. He's a really good dude, but long-term situation. I don't know what's going to happen for him because he has this pattern of just ridiculousness. Like, how do you talk yourself out of liking someone that you like, like, yeah. Where there's not necessarily red flags, more of there's like, huh, you know, I see a ladybug in the grass. That's easy to deal with. But how do you talk yourself out of that? Well, my initial reaction to hearing this, um, my initial thought would actually be, well, it's obvious why he's not, you know, engaging and, you know, longer type relationships with these women and there's a reason why he's talking himself out of stuff and to be brutally honest and blunt you think he's gay oh no i'm like he's not no. I, can uh, I think he's already in love with someone yeah oh that maybe maybe but maybe but but maybe a b c d e f g h y z you know maybe the 26 of the alphabet and then we'll start in the greek alphabet or the from the you know maybe there's a lot of reasons but you know, realistically, think about, you know, who he's texting constantly, you know, who he's keeping in contact with, you know, who is always on his mind, you know, um, you know, interests and things like that, you know, um, and, you know, compare it to the fact that it's like, who has all of the, like, like, who is hearing about, because this is something that, I, that I've, I've told on my friends before, it's like, you know, because, um, he liked this guy mm -hmm. and, um, you know, but this guy really didn't like him. Like, well, at least it, it didn't appear that he liked him like that. Like, did he like him back? Yeah. Um, because he was kind of like a hoe, you know, and he was always like, um, hoes never get cold. <laughs> <laughs> and he's always like, but he would always tell my friend, you know, about all of the guys, you know, and it's like, oh, I had, you know, this guy like made me feel weird. You know, this guy was like, you know, kind of cool or whatever, but I didn't really, and sort of like a similar situation, but, you know, and, and I guess, like, one day, you know, I guess there was, like, a particular, like, you know, one month, a particularly bad string of, like, dates or whatever. And this guy was like, well, why do you, you know, like, why are you constantly looking for all these, you know, like, like, what are you looking for in, like, a dude? You know, maybe I can help or whatever. You know, maybe I can, like, you know, help you find, you know, like, the right guy or whatever. Or, um, you know, and it's like, you know, why do you keep... And, and I told him, I was like, 
honestly, and this is something that, that like I've, I've I've seen. The reason that he kept coming, you know, that the, the reason that he kept dating all these people and you know, it wasn't working out is because, and the reason why this one guy who I guess like they had dated and it didn't really work out at the time, but like this is the one person who like became like a friend out of all of, you know, a friend out of it, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to all these other guys just being strangers is because maybe he had feelings for you. And he's like, well, he doesn't like me. And I was like, okay, well, have you asked him if he likes you and have you had a conversation about what that would actually mean and what that, you know, about, you know, another chance, you know, another opportunity, et cetera, et cetera. And he said, well, I mean, I guess I could do that. I was like, yeah, just do that. Just ask him. And lo and behold, that he was liked. the reason. He <laughs> liked him. He literally liked him. And he and, and he couldn't figure out why, you know, like he couldn't figure out a way to like tell him, you know, and he was like, well, maybe if I try to date other guys, then I'll forget about my feelings. Oh, that good old and tactic it, never works. And it never works. It never, ever works. It never works. And yeah, and it didn't work. So, you know, um, and I think they're still dating. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're still dating. They're going on like five years now, I think. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, it's pretty long. Heck yeah. So that is something that, that's what I would, that's what I would, advice I would give to that person. So you're more like, you're saying that he's distracted by something or someone. Something or someone. You know, and again, we could maybe, maybe, maybe all day, but mm. there are, you know, there's a bunch of, there's a plethora of things, anything, anything in the world could be, but what is the physical evidence that is presented to us? And my advice to him with this situation would actually be not necessarily, it's like, okay, be honest with your own feelings, be honest with your own emotions, but honestly, you know, and, and don't even worry about, you know, like, like why it's, it's like step back and ask yourself, it's like, what things in my life right now do I get joy from? What things in my life right now make me happy? Who who makes me happy? You know, doing what with them? You know, communication, you know, whatever. Like, who makes me happy? You know, what makes me happy? Um, where makes me happy? You know, ask yourself, like, the where things... Where makes me happy? You know, ask yourself the things that, are, that, that make you happy, the things that you do enjoy doing, the things that you look forward to doing. And are dating these girls or talking to these girls or whatever are them or anything that they do are they able to give you that same happiness that is you know because that's ultimately i think what looking for a relationship is all about it's like can i be happy with someone else in a capacity where you know we're able to do things together that make me happy yeah because that's ultimately you know just that that's ultimately you know like what 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 I think the biggest goal for any anyone looking for love should be. It's like, you know, I know the things that make me happy. Can I have those same things with someone else? And does it match up for them too? Do do do, do I make them happy in addition to all the other things that make them happy? And it's like, if the answer is yes, well then boom, you know, you found the perfect person. Well, you also And are... I know it's also a hopeless romantic thing. I know, I'm going to beat you to the You are hopeless romantic because like I'm... I... Much more pragmatic than I am. Very much so. Like I, mm, I think my pragmatism is gonna be the reason why I never end up in a really good relationship. You, but pragmatism <laughs> is not something that is inherently, like I, it, even let your guard down. <laughs> no, that's how I got shot last time. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by um, Terrence. Oh, I couldn't think of a name. Terrence. I couldn't think of a name. <laughs> Terry, so fucking sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking but love Terry. I, because, like, he's one of my good friends. So I try to be, like, 
objective or subjective. I don't know. One of the objectives. We're going to call it the objectives. Objective. One of them. Uh, <laughs> but I'm always like, I guess since I have internal sight into it, I'm like, like it's crazy because when he and I talked about us like not talking anymore, well, not in that relationship capacity. Yeah. He and I remember the severance of it, completely different situations. And I asked him, I was like, so what was it about me that like you just, what wasn't vibing? And then he told me about like the situation that one time we went on a drive and I was just like dead. And I'm like, yeah, that was the week after my friend died. You remember? Cause you came to my house tonight. She died. Cause I was upset. And then he's like, Oh, and I'm like, no, I thought that it had tr- like it had stopped probably earlier than that. <laughs> I thought it ended earlier than that. I thought it ended before she died. And like, and it's sad that that has to be like a point in history that well, I yeah, can reference with him. But he's like, really? I was like, yeah, I just, I felt like there was a change. There was like a shift that you weren't interested. And we hadn't actually like said, we are in a relationship, you know, we're together. It was just that weird kind of, we see each other every day, you know, we, whatever kind of, we go on dates, blah, 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 whatever situation is. Uh, but it was never like an official we're together thing. So I wasn't really upset by it ending, but it's funny talking to him about how he visualizes when it ended in his head. And then I ask him about, you know, the other girls that he's dated since like, I've, I haven't lived in Utah for what I'm going on two years, yeah, two years almost. I haven't lived in Utah in like two years. So he's dated plenty since then. And, you know, you know, he'll talk to someone and it'll fall out and then we'll talk about it. And it's, I always ask him, I'm like, what happened? What happened? He's like, I just talked myself out of it. Yeah. And like, of course he'll start missing people as you do. I usually only talk myself out of a burger if like there's something else on the menu that just, I've always wanted to try and I just like, and it's like, yeah. And I just, I always. Or if you don't have enough money for a burger, they're like, get a grilled cheese. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that's a different way of looking at it, but <laughs> not the most accurate picture of what I was trying to describe. But yes, I would say that potentially. I, I just, I hope he finds what he's looking for. And I'm, I don't know, I'm biased. And I'm also a control freak. Like I'm very much like you, but much. But he, he's he's not a control. F- well, he is a control freak to an extent. But I know that he probably has a bunch of stuff he wants to tell me. Cause like when me and Dan, Dan, yes, Dan, when me and Dan broke up, um, I well, I was constantly texting Daneric slash Derek <laughs> because like I talk to him every day. He's like. He's, if I don't talk to him like in a day, it freaks me out. <laughs> but, uh, when I broke up with him, he was like, well, good. Cause that guy's a piece of shit. Yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, yeah, but I love him. He's so fine. And I got upset one day and I, um, Daneric slash Derek called me and it's, it's funny. Like it's, it's so interesting seeing him express because like he, he's a very muted kind of guy. He's just an awkward dude. Um, most people in that it, most people in Utah are awkward, yeah. but he's ex- exceptionally so. Um, but he's like, well, I don't like when you're always upset and you're saying you want to die, and 
it's crazy because I know you deserve the best because you're a fantastic person, but you don't see it. And I'm just sitting here like, just admit you love me. <laughs> no, but it, it, it's, it's so interesting to me because I'm like, you feel so passionately for me as like, you know, as a friend and stuff. But I'm like, now how do you apply that passion and how do you talk yourself out of that when you're dating other people? Because I bet you feel the same way like this for other people too and other women when you're dating. But how do you talk yourself out of it? Like I'm trying to picture him like, what? I said they're not diamond. Oh, oh my God. That's I thought exactly you said something I else. Say. No. What I thought you, you said, said don't turn around. I'm like, is he right here? No. <laughs> no. God, that'd be crazy. Dude, because the way you said it, because you just stopped moving, you're like. No, it's just the guy with the knife. Oh, he's always been back there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, don't turn around. Oh my God. No, I said they're not diamond. Well. That's how you would talk yourself out of. But maybe I'm just being hopeless romantic and you know you're always bias. you're a very big hopeless romantic because I could probably tell them that, I'll tell you a different story. So my friend Abel, <laughs> oh damn God. it, there goes my phone. Ugh. My friend Abel, um, I met Abel when I was in high school and I fell in love with him and I'm still in love with him. I'm in love with quite a few people. I'm in love with quite a few people, <laughs> but um. When I say quite a few people, I think there's only three people in the world who I can say for a fact, if they walked through this door and proposed to me, I'd say yes. and we'll Live be... happily ever after. Yeah. Um, Abel's one of those guys. But Abel and I have a tumultuous relationship. We have a very sordid past. Yes. And I was, uh, I think maybe a month or so ago, I was talking to him. And like, I'm always teasing, like, you know, him saying, you know, I'm saying, you know, a lot and y'all don't know shit. I need to just get to the point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, I was telling him that your life would be so much better if you would just accept that you, you know, you're in love with me and you should move up here and then we can live in a haunted house. Like, because this is like the type of person I've always been with him since I was younger. Like mm -hmm. I met him when I was a sophomore in high school and I was pretty much like, you know, you're mine. I'm, I'm a creep. I am a creep. I've, I've always now been do a creep. The creep. Now do the creep. Ah. <laughs> and we were, we were talking about it. He's like, I feel like there's like, a lot of other things we need to consider before we even jump to that point. I'm like, yeah, because we've, we've got some, we have some history that we have not talked about in years that needs to be addressed. Um, certain things were said and some people, you know, need to get beat up. But I was telling him the same thing. So I feel like if I were to tell you the same story, regardless of who it was or, or does, oh gosh, I feel like I'm, I'm about to like be exposed. All right. So tell me why you think Daenerys is so different than the other two that I talk about consistently. Um, well, for one, um, I would say you don't have the, well, okay, with, with, with Abel, you don't have the sordid past that you do with, with, with Daenerys, you don't have the sordid past you do with Abel. Yeah. And I feel like, so that's sort of like, um, um, I would say that's sort of like, you know, a lack of a, a lack of baggage, lack which of baggage. is you know usually um, yeah, it's always nice, you know, like um the less baggage really the better I guess in any friendly relationship. Um, but some people are more equipped to handle different types of baggage, you know. Yeah. So, um, but that being said, I think that that's helpful. Um, I think that, um, okay, what's the fake name for the third one? Because I'm blanking. Um, it's Daenerys, Abel, 
Let's call him Will. Will. Or do we want to start it with their first names? Um, let's call him. Um. Because <laughs> for whatever reason, I I can't even remember their real name. Um. So. <laughs> it's Randy. Let's just say. Oh, that. I fucking. So it's dumb. Randy. I'm so dumb. I'm so dumb. <laughs> well, okay, and 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 I think another thing with Randy is that Randy, you also knew Randy, you know, uh, in undergrad and. Um, did you meet Randy in college? Or yeah, I met Randy in college. Oh, okay. I, me and Randy met, I believe, my first year of college. Oh, okay. Well, again, so, you know, a development in... Because how long have, how long how long did you know Daenerys before you guys, like, tried the relationship type thing and then tried to, like, you know... Uh, not long. Not long? Yeah, like, we met on a dating site. Yeah, okay. So then I think that... I think time for sure is definitely one of the factors that I would say that because But like okay, but Randy and Abel have more years on Derek. Oh Okay, fuck. but more years Derek <laughs> You already did it though, like way, way a long time ago. Okay, so um Old Boy and Abel already have they, they they do have a lot more years, but time plus is not necessarily always better than like time negative quality over quantity exactly and <laughs> that's something that I learned in college as well but quantity or quality over quantity and I would say that the lack of time that you have known generic as opposed to Randy and Abel could mean potentially that there's much more to discover you know you still have that ahead of you you still have all that time that you you know all that all that time to make up for kind of you know it's like i've known them for this long and i've gotten to know things about them for this long i can look forward to that with you as well you know yeah i mean yeah. and i think that could definitely and for me personally like if i was going to pick any of the three that's who i would definitely pick Aww. is generic because really? yeah because i mean if i was going to pick other three um only because um able is liable to get smacked by me personally like i would never hit my significant other but i probably would hit him i don't know why and i feel like i, I would be able to because he'd probably like hit me back oh or, and it would just be like a very like sort of just like toxic like rough and tumble but i'd be into it kind of like a desna roller sitch i feel like i would be desna and he would be roller if i was to pick able with my personality <gasps> not desna roller yeah that's who <laughs> i would picture me and able being and then what about me and randy then um I think y'all work really well as friends. I know. That's my best Y'all work super well as friends. <laughs> that's my best friend! I and, love him so much. you know, um, most of my friends have girls. So most of my friends, you know, I've never, like, liked or been in love with any of, like, my like closest friends. You yeah. Know? Um, it's an interesting feeling to navigate. Yeah. I, I, and I, I've always, I've literally always wondered about that because it's like, I have, like, best friends who I know that I will never be romantically in love with in any capacity ever. Because anyway. there's some that you think about every night. But then there are some, you know, there are some friends, you know, who I would definitely like smang hardcore, you know. Smang. Yeah. What the hell is smang? You know smang? Okay, we're going to watch a video whenever oh we're done with this podcast. Because I'm going to show you what smang is. I use it all the time. It's hilarious. I love it. So basically, the um, I, I think the theme of this episode is you can't be friends with Diamond or a rant. Fuck! Be friends with Randy. He's a great guy. Diamond yeah. and Matt, because we're going to be in love with you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I won't. I won't be. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, 
Not in love, but I want to fuck If you him. smack him away, smack him around, just like, yeah. you know, <laughs> grab him up. Stop! In the name of the law! <laughs> Freeze! In, in the, the name, name of the law! <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's funny you say that, but I think, I, I think that I don't live near any of them. They're all quite a few states away from me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're all in separate directions, too. <laughs> so I, I think with distance... It has lessened the intensity, but anyone who talks to me on a daily basis know the three main people that end up in conversation. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I I hope that Daenerys... <laughs> I hope Daenerys finds someone that fits him and that he's happy with. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I'm just... I want him to be happy. He deserves to be happy, but he also aggravates my soul because he does shit that is unnecessary and then gets upset by it. But then he gets mad at me for doing the same stuff. Because you do that exact same thing. I do. Yes. You I do. do. I do stuff to intentionally hurt my own feelings. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. <laughs> the world's already mean to me, and I'm just like, you know what, bitch? Let me get some fucking lemon to spread in that wound. I'm like. Ah, you slut. Why'd yeah. you do that? <laughs> you intentionally went in the kitchen and cut open a limb in the spray this bitch. Ah. Right? <laughs> it's like, who are you? I'm you. It's me. <laughs> From five minutes ago when I thought this was a good idea. <laughs> Self-sabotage a bitch. Yep. Thanks. And, and honestly, um, I'm not a therapist, so I'm not going to pretend to be, but um, that would definitely be something to sort of, you know. Oh, I do. I bring it up to my therapist fantastic. a lot. Um, yeah, I, yeah. You know, the whole making up scenarios in my head to oh my god shout out to randy who had to be my friend in college (laughs) randy got and i and this is not even something i say with pride you know how some people are like i'm crazy i don't know i don't say this with pride i say this honestly with embarrassment i was not the ideal emotional person in high in college undergrad undergrad yes um i was i didn't get it I didn't get that at all. And and I don't know if it was like our dynamic was maybe different. It may have been different, but Randy got full-fledged diamond fuckery. Like straight up. Like he 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 jokes about it now. He's like, you know, I've got a black belt and diamonds bullshit. But quite literally, I can say like a phrase and Randy already knows what state of mind I'm in. Yeah. And he's like, all right, so obviously this is upsetting you. Something has, you know, did this. So it, it's, if I could somehow be in a relationship with someone who has all the time investment as Randy does on navigating Diamond, then I think I'd be great. But I also have grown quite a lot since college. Yeah, um, so maybe, you know, it's like those things would still be applicable, but maybe they'd be applicable in like different capacities. Yeah, now I try to check myself on certain things, but now that manifests in some like silence and then people are like, Oh, you make me nervous because you don't talk a lot. Oh, that's a whole different topic for a different day because that's just... It's like, what do you want? Do you want me to be angry? Because I can be angry. I can be irrationally angry about everything until I figure out nothing's wrong. Yeah. Would you like me to shut the fuck up and just exist until I realize nothing's wrong? <laughs> the latter. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, honestly, the latter. Like, like, yeah, the conscious, yeah. Because, I mean, that's, that's, that's also, like, you know, less exhausting on you. Because being angry is, is, a, is, is exhausting. It is. It's, it's an exhausting crazy. emotion. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, that's why I hate being angry. It's just so freaking exhausting. Yeah, I just like and being sad. horny. And sad. Being angry and sad. Yeah, I love being horny because horny doesn't exhaust me. Well, I don't like being horny anymore. Well, 
That's like my perpetual number now. Well, I think it's probably just because there's nowhere to like channel the energy. Yeah. So maybe that's why it's like an annoying emotion right now. Yeah. <laughs> I wake up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> there's like immediate frustration. It's like fuck. Okay. I know. I get it. I get it. All right. I get it. You exist. You yeah. Get it. Yeah, you're unlovable. <laughs> oh my god. We can start to get fucking meta for no reason about it. It's like, yeah, you fucking suck. <laughs> no, oh, I used to. I I, I, I woke up once. Shit. I woke up once where I was really pissed off at Steven because in my dream he wasn't like defending me. Like the dream was, I'm just gonna say really, really quickly. Um, the dream was <laughs> I was for some reason in the library with a bunch of kids, and I had broken my ankle or like my leg, and I was on crutches. And I wasn't able to move properly in the library. And the kids were being mean. They were like kicking my crutches out. They were like, <laughs> like, like putting the chair behind me so I'd stumble backwards. Are those little kids that used to go to school? On no, they were like fucking middle schoolers. Uh, what? Ew. Yeah, they were middle schoolers just being dicks to me in the fucking library. And I don't know why, but Steven was standing there. Just watching. Not doing, just watching me get my ass kicked by these like fucking seventh graders. And I was like, oh no, there was seventh graders. Yeah. <laughs> so I woke up and I was like, no, bro. I, I woke up and I was like so mad. I was like, why the fuck didn't he save me in my dream? Like, what the fuck? And I was so mad. And it was, and then, and then like whenever he woke up and I told him the dream, I was like, I was really fucking mad at you earlier. Like, I was so livid. And he was like, why? And I was like, because you abandoned me in my fucking dream. And then I was just like, and I was like, and I was like, wait a minute, you know what? Obviously it's a dream. It's not his fault, you know? And I just had to like, but I was like fucking tired and I was exhausted from waking up with like, fuck, just being fucking purely angry. And I was like, oh my God. Like, and it took me a second to be like, okay, this is obviously just a fucking dream. I, in, in real life, I'm sure he would kick some seventh grader ass. Yeah, yeah you know. beating up those little emo fucks. <laughs> Scene kids. Right. Oh God, brass the, knuckle belt buckles and like, like 84 rawr. different fucking, oh my God. Rawr means rawr, I love you dinosaur. dinosaur. <laughs> God. That bullshit. But yeah. So. Where are you? <laughs> and I'm so sorry. Oh my God. Oh, uh, wait, they wouldn't know that shit. They're seventh graders in 2020. Oh God. Do yeah. they listen to Blink 182? Uh, no, hey, you emos. Unless it's like a, unless it's like a minute clip from TikTok, from, for TikTok. That's pretty much Do y'all know who Tom DeLonge is? He's about aliens now, but he used to. I don't to, even know who Tom DeLonge this, is. The fucking lead singer for Blink 182. I never knew any of their names. Okay, well, he's about aliens now. But I do, I do know Blink-182. All the small, small things. <laughs> That's like the one song I know because we played it in No, band. I Miss You by Blink-182. That was my... Okay. Well, let's wrap this up because I want to listen to Blink-182 now. Yes. Um, We're prob- we're definitely going to be doing more of this because like I said, me and Matt are quarantined. Yeah. Um, Matt recently got a positive test and I posited... Like, I, we're going to be stuck here. That's, yeah, that's the point of this whole bit. situation. So, so wherever you're listening to, please give me a rating. I did not realize that this podcast is actually on Apple Podcasts. So if you're listening to this on Apple, please give me a five-star rating and comment below. You know, tell me something funny that you thought that you heard. Or if you want to give me advice or a topic to talk about, we, we love Facts, hashing yeah. this out. Like, that's what we're about now. Yeah. Um, but until then, have a wonderful week. Bye. Bye.